social justice, communication of negative sentiment and redress of grievances. It can also facilitate patience. In contrast, anger can be destructive when it does not find its appropriate outlet and expression. Anger in its strongest form impairs the angry person's ability to process information and to exert cognitive control over their behaviour. An angry person may lose his or her objectivity, empathy, prudence or thoughtfulness and may cause harm to themselves or others. Later in this audiobook, I will give you skills to calm things down. But first, I want to provide you with rules and skills should it all go wrong and the angry person attempts to physically harm you. To physically harm you, assuming they have no weapons, they must enter your personal space. What is your personal space? Are you familiar with this concept? If someone is angry, they may attempt to get too close to you, in your face sort of thing. To stay safe when dealing with an angry person, you must remain in control of who enters your space and under what circumstances. A mindset to develop is that it is literally your space, you own it, and you will guard and protect it. There are many times you will permit entry, but fundamentally your space remains your property. A good way to picture this space is to draw an imaginary circle around yourself using your arms fully extended. You want to get to know what this distance is without your arms out, but you may need to practice for a while first. Once you are confident that you can identify this space, do the same exercise again, but use your elbows. This smaller circumference is, for our purposes, your intimate space. As before, you want to develop a sense of where this space is as you carry out your normal day-to-day activities. Probably since the beginning of civilization, people have been establishing perimeters, initially to offer protection from wild and dangerous animals, but also to offer protection from wild and dangerous humans. People have built city walls, dug trenches and made shields. You also must establish your perimeter, that boundary beyond which no unwelcome visitor may pass unchecked. Perimeters may include the use of inanimate objects, such as tables, chairs, parked vehicles and street furniture. You can expand this list of things to put between you and the angry person. Stop now and visualise those things that you could use for this purpose. Maybe write a list. Anything which helps you to remember. Inanimate objects may be used passively. For example, you place yourself behind a table or counter. They may also be used actively. For example, you lift a chair and use it as a shield or improvised weapon. Apart from inanimate objects, your perimeter should be both psychological and physical. Your psychological perimeter establishes the behaviour and actions which you will consider threatening or unacceptable. Your physical perimeter is basically your own personal space. In order to allow for the use of your arms to defend, there are many stances that you could use, but a good basic starting point will be one that appears non-aggressive and allows you to bring your arms up in a non-threatening manner. This will usually mean that your palms are open, arms slightly bent and at a level where you can cover your head and torso. Ideally, you want to ensure that your legs establish a baseline wider than your shoulders and your lead foot points towards the threat. One way to practice is in front of a friend or even a mirror. The friend can give you feedback and if you see yourself in a mirror, 
you will soon know whether you appear natural or not. You also need to be able to move and talk naturally from this platform. Once again, a friend or mirror can be of great assistance in establishing exactly what you look like. If you cannot convince yourself in the mirror, you will probably not convince anyone else. Time spent on this exercise is time well spent. There are many variations in how your personal perimeter is established and maintained. These will be governed by the situations you are in and the space which is available. If you were in an elevator with a stranger, the description given above is hardly practical. You may have to have your arms crossed in front of your body, or use a lead arm only, appear to be thinking intently, or whatever appears natural in the circumstances. Each and every variation must fulfill the function of appearing natural and at the same time providing a barrier which can block, interrupt or disrupt an incoming attack if necessary.